Eerste ervaring. and gentlemen how's my woke fam doing tonight what's going on everybody great to be here in fantastic mood oh my goodness gracious we have so much to cover today cuomo super sausage fbi is still stealing the deep state and dr seuss is racist <laughs> welcome in everybody how's woke fam doing we are streaming on d live on twitch on Pill.net, on the Foxhole.app, on CloudHub, on the Roku, and also on Periscope. We are almost six, seven different places there. So with that being said, I'd like to welcome in my co-host, my second second in command over here. I find it. How you doing, my friend? Hey, how's it going, Scott? How's it going, Woke fam? I'm psyched today. I am psyched as well, my friend. The governor that I I have hated my entire life since living here. Seems like he's going to be on his way out very soon. So I am in great spirits, guys. We have a lot to be happy about today. So we're going to dive deep into... I didn't think I'd talk about Andrew Cuomo's sausage, but what do I mean? You guys are going to have to find out today. What, are, what You guys are going to find out exactly what I'm talking about today. So guys, make sure the most important thing you can do right now is share, 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 share. Share whatever platform you're on right now. Foxhole, DLive, whatever, whatever platform you're watching. Share this to your friends and family. This is a grassroots uh, channel. I don't even want to call this a media channel, I find it, because to me, we're just two guys that are talking about the world and all that good stuff. So yeah, share man. this share this stream. Share this channel with everybody that you can. And especially, guys, if you haven't followed me on Telegram yet, you all need to follow me on Telegram. That's where it's at right now. It's been absolutely blowing up for anything, everything woke societies. And thanks to uh, Adel for sending his people over here. I know his stream just ended, and I see some 4112s in there, 412s in there. So thank you so much for that. As soon as the music ends, I'm going to do our promo, and then uh, we're just going to do a quick, quick prayer request for a buddy of mine, and then we're going to get the show on the road and uh, all that good stuff. So you guys have been fantastic. You guys are in for a great show. So thank you all for hanging out. So we're keeping that natural theme going for our sponsors here and of course american patriot businesses as my son just wipes out on the on the kitchen floor we're going right now to aerolistic naturals guys please check them out this is an all natural cbd hemp business made by two patriots out in texas they were part of the medical field and they saw the writing on the, on the wall and they got out this is something that is just absolutely amazing guys i'm just going to bring the camera back to me real quick I am actually, let me make sure I can see it on here. I'm actually using it right now. This is the full spectrum hemp oil, crisp lemon. I'm using it right now, guys. So please go check these guys out. Let me get my script up here so I can actually read it. So guys, this is a Air, Airless Naturals is your go-to source for organically grown health 
and Wellness Botanicals, our line of premium USDA certified organic tinctures, soft gels, topical skincare, and aromatherapy products unleash the power of plant-based wellness for your maximum benefit. We are committed to bringing you the highest quality products possible, which is why we only source organically grown materials and we third-party test every batch before it reaches your hands to ensure premium quality. Guys, now I just want to make sure this isn't marijuana. This isn't THC. This is CBD. I've been using it personally, ladies and gentlemen. It's got rid of my brain fog. I feel like I can think outside the box a lot more and it just helps me focus and guys just check out some of their products it's absolutely great here's just a quick peek at what those are check them out they have a, they have tinctures soft gels they got gummies they got everything and remember guys this is all natural high quality products and again this is sponsoring a business out in texas a patriot america first business and that is what we're all about here so go check out aerialisticnaturals.com and guys use the link that the mods are using because when you use the code woke it will get you 10 percent off of your order there. So thank you guys for doing that. So let me, uh, we're gonna get into the news blitz here, cover some quick stories as everyone comes in to the show here. Welcome everybody, it's so great to see you. We're just gonna cover some quick hitting topics and we're gonna get the show on the road to the main event. You ready my yeah. friend? Yeah man. Let's do this. So this is what we're gonna do here. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna do the prayer request after the other uh, after the intro because I want as many people here for my buddy as possible. So we're gonna save the prayer request until after the intro. But first, guys, anyone want a freedom bracelet? Anybody? No? Okay. Well, I don't either. But out in Israel, they are doing something called a freedom bracelet. That is a tracking device launched as an alternative to quarantine. So, guys, you can trade your freedom in for a freedom bracelet. Bracelet. But what does this do? For as far as we know. Uh, the device, which looks like a smartwatch, is being produced by a company called Supercom, which has previously worked with governments of several countries on systems to track and monitor prisons. Oh, our prisoners. This is what you uh, this is what you'd have as an ankle bracelet for house arrest. But instead, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get outside your house and not be harassed, you can have the government track you. Is this something you'd sign up for, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I think volunteer house arrest is not on my list. <laughs> Damn, well, I feel like we've been under that uh, since last year. Uh, but yeah, guys, just check, check this out. Look how happy these people are. It, uh, look how happy. Guys, can we be this happy? If if these people are this happy for trading their freedom, I really want a piece of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you take it off your ankle and you put it on your wrist and it's and it, all of a sudden it's awesome times. It's awesome time, guys. And pretty soon we're going to have our COVID uh, or our digital COVID va uh, vaccination wallet and we can go anywhere we want and completely destroy our DNA. Great stuff, right? And oh, anyways, man. guys, moving on. Uh, everyone's talking about the kids in cages, right? The kids in cages. Well, the Biden administration, according to Daily Caller here and many other news outlets, the Biden administration won't allow media to tour migrant children facilities due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So, guys, remember uh, when we got we heard nothing but nothing but messages about Trump putting kids in cages and we all knew it was false? Well, it's happening now. Like we said, we talked about this a little bit before in the show that they just upgraded to, I don't know, um, storage units or <laughs> even I don't know what you would call them. <laughs> Um, and they place these kids in there. I think they have air, air conditioning, but they're these solid rectangular, um, I don't know what you would call them, home shelters, but Biden is not allowing any media to come anywhere near them. I wonder why that is, um, Mr. I find it. Yeah, man. I mean, I think uh, maybe they just want to make sure that they can do all their housekeeping before a camera can walk in, huh? You think that's what it is? <laughs> maybe. Maybe that is what it is. I don't know. I have no... I, I do it. I just... 
I find it hilarious. I really do. And at the same time, I do feel bad for these kids because the fact that they're coming over here, um, it could be for many, it could be for bad reasons. They could be trying to get out of their uh, bad situation, which I can understand. But guys, you got to come over here legally. It's really not that hard. And it's not, it's not racist. I can promise you. But speaking of racist and people that are hating their whiteness, Mr. John Brennan here was on MSNBC talking about how he's ashamed to be a white male. If you guys didn't catch this, you're about to catch it right now. Here is Mr. Director Brennan. Katie Benner's great new reporting about the investigation into police officer. It renders, you know, at best hypocritical, at worst cynical and false, any notion that the Republicans care about the lives and the safety of law enforcement. Well, I must say, to Claire's point, I'm increasingly embarrassed to be a white male these days. I mean, what a, <laughs> light of what I see of my other white males saying. But it, it just shows that with, the, with very few exceptions, like Mitt Romney, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, there are so few Republicans in Congress who value truth, honesty, and integrity. And so they'll continue to gaslight the country the way that Donald Trump did. And the fact that this has such security and safety implications for the American public Public and for the members of Congress, again, as Claire said, it is just a disgusting display of craven politics that really should have no place in the United States in 2021. Damn, he is he is not happy about his other white predecessors, his other white males, or he's he's ashamed of his whiteness. Guys, who know who talks like this? I, I don't know anybody personally that talks like this at all. At all. Even if you felt like this, I don't know anybody that would actually go out and vocalize this, let alone go on MSNBC. Well, actually, MSNBC, it would be the right platform to uh, shit on your own whiteness. And I don't know if anybody that was talking to him was also white, but they were also laughing uh, along with him, man. I just, this guy is, he, he probably almost just as bad as I would want Obama arrested, man. He would be the next one on my list, I think, um, because he has a sick, a, a absolutely sick mindset of what he would po- do to anyone that, uh, that, that wants to go against him and their narratives, man. What did you think about this? Man, I think the left woke is going to bring back uh, blackface in a social justice warrior type of way. That's what I think. <laughs> I mean, this guy, this guy is one of the worst people on the planet. And I don't think that there is a real person left inside of him because of the facades that he puts on, the characters that he plays. I, I really don't. I don't think he has any human left in, left in him. No, man, absolutely not. And it's just, I, I don't, I'm not ashamed of my skin. And if the thing is, dude, if, if someone, you know how many white people commit crimes every day? All the time. And you know what I do? I don't look, I look at them like, damn, I'm ashamed because of your sins and crimes. I'm ashamed of myself now. Who does that? <laughs> no one. Why, why are we internalizing other people? No one does this. This is sick. This is what I'm saying, guys. 80% of the country, in my opinion, it does not think like this. Even if they voted for Joe Biden, there's probably about 20%, maybe a little bit less that have this mindset that are just this, they're gone. Psychopaths, sociopaths, narcissists. I don't know what you'd call them, but uh, I can tell you what guys, no one's listening to this clown. Absolutely. He almost made clowns today. And, I, and I'm not doing clowns today because um, there was just too much other stuff to cover, but he would definitely make that list. But actually we, these are clowns here today. Another clown. We could just do the clown segment now. Um, <laughs> There's your one. Number two, my friend, was Mitt Romney. And the only reason why I wanted to bring this up, guys, because we all know about the Black Eye Club, right? Well, it came out yesterday that Mitt Romney, of course, so suspicious that he would come out of nowhere with a black eye. Now, I saw a bunch of people saying, 
Um, this it's not the it's not the correct eye of where he would be have this black eye to be in this black eye club. But either way, guys, I'm not trying to get in the weeds of this. I thought it was super suspicious, regardless that this was uh, that this happened. And when you read the story real quick, I'll show you guys what he said. Uh, this is from the New York Post saying Senator Mitt Romney. Uh, was knocked unconscious when he fell in Boston over the weekend, leaving him with a lot of stitches and, and a black eye. I took a fall. It knocked me unconscious, but I'm doing better, Romney told reporters. The Utah Republican said he was visiting his grandchildren when he got injured. With noticeable bruising under his right eye, Romney infused some humor into the situation. Um... I guess this could be easily qualified if you could just we could actually verify that he was visiting his grandkids and we wouldn't have anything to say about this. Um, But there's no quote here from his family. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But he says he got knocked out. If you fell, wouldn't you just say, yeah, I fell and then it knocked me unconscious. It says knocked out, dude, as if he got hit. And it's (laughs) I don't know, dude. What to me? I'm not trying to get conspiracy tinfoil hat, man, but the irony of it is just too much. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, mark this under things that didn't happen, right? There's there's no <laughs> way. Look, I have gotten up in the middle of the night and walked into a door or two. It is hard to get a black eye, okay? It's not the easiest thing in the world to just fall down and hit your eye. There's no, <laughs> there's no way. So I don't know what happened. I hope somebody gets a video out somewhere. I hope somebody got this, man. This, this would be perfect to see what really happened. I bet somebody stalked him. For real. I, I want that's what happened. I wonder if he was going to start going against his party because he sees the writing on the wall with Trump and everything, and he started to get second thoughts until someone changed his mind and said, no, 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 no. We own you. Remember this. Gave him a nice shiner to give him a reminder, and he went on his merry way. Is that what happened? We have no idea, guys. This is just rampant speculation, but we all know what's going on with that, with those black eyes. We've all seen it, and it's very suspicious and sketchy, but speaking of... Everyone's trying to outwoke each other in the corporate world. And we're going to see a, a, two examples right now. And Amazon, I dude, I couldn't stop laughing at this. Democrats accuse, this is from Amuse on Twitter, Democrats accuse Amazon of using Nazi symbols. The uh, company has agreed to modify the graphic for looking too much like Hitler. And guys, there is no Nazi symbol on this Besides the fact that it could represent a mustache, I'm, I'm thinking it's a mustache, right? Yeah. I find it. I think that's what they were going for. Yeah. But this blue tape thing isn't even. I don't. I don't know, dude. Because so many people are saying this thing looks like a giant penis smile. But <laughs> for people that have ODD like I do, they they changed it to this to this. It looks like a sticky note that has one corner folded, and it looks absolutely stupid. This is this is uh this is where we're going, guys, and. It's amazing how fast big tech and these corporations cave to these. I don't know even know who these people are, but they cave pretty quick and they change this uh, this little mustache looking thing. I guess they're calling it to this fold up thing to not look like Hitler. And I couldn't I dude, I couldn't stop laughing about this. <laughs> right. It looks like a 2005 icon like that is that's the most terrible. Look, I'm just I'm just saying like if you're Amazon and this is what you can come up with a little tan square with a smile. But I mean. <laughs> The weird thing about this is is that it's the Democrats who accused Amazon. I mean, 
so to me, it just looks like they're trying to, you know, just just fill in time slots, just fill in news, just carry on with their, you know, their wokeness, I guess. Yeah, man, uh, this might end up being a segment on this show. Who, who can outwoke the woke, you know, that's it. <laughs> or who's the wokest of them all? We can look into a mirror. And uh, we can try to figure out who's the wokest of the woke because it wasn't just Amazon guys that's caving to their own, that's eating their own. Um, Twitch also did something over the uh, over the weekend that I caught here uh, just just today. They were trying to, you know how they were doing Latina X or Latin X. It's it was something for the LGBTQ community. Um, Twitch put out something where they were spelling women, the word woman, but putting an X as part of the spelling. And there was extreme outrage from, I guess, the binary, the binary gender. Um, And it caused outrage into Twitch and Twitch ended up canceling themselves and issuing an apology um, for putting an X in the word woman. And this was their apology on Twitter. While we originally wanted to use a word that acknowledges the shortcoming of gender binary language, after hearing directly from you, including members, dude, this this alphabet just keeps getting bigger. <laughs> LGBTQIA. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is IA? Um, c- community on Twitch. We will be u- and I'm, we're streaming on Twitch right now. I'm sure they're loving this. We'll be using the spelling "woman," the actual spelling moving forward. Oh, because they wanted to not have men in it. They put the X. They replaced the E with the X. I see what they did. So the binary crowd had a problem with that. They said, we want to assure you that we have and will continue to work with the LGBTQIA plus community. I guess there's a plus two for the other uh, for the other 40, whatever genders are out there. We're still <laughs> learning. Our good intentions don't always equate to positive impact, but we're committed to growing from these experiences, doing better and ensuring we're inclusive to all. So Twitch was trying to be super inclusive, but then ended up getting canceled by their own saying, no, 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 you can't do that. That's offending the binary crowd, and they caved. How sad is this, dude? Is it pretty soon, dude? The woke world's not gonna have anything else to cancel besides themselves. It's just so difficult to be that woke, Scott. They just can't do it all. I mean, they're <laughs> gonna run out of letters one day. I, you know, in fact, I'm wondering how many colors are gonna be on the flag. You know, by the end of it, that's what I'm thinking. Dude, how are you gonna how are you gonna fit all those uh, all those genders onto a flag? There's so many of them now. <laughs> it's like 150 or something. It's amazing, man. It's absolutely amazing to me. So, guys. This is where we're at with everything. So the, I don't even know what to say about this anymore. It's, it's it will never these companies will never be too woke for they'll just keep outwoking each other at this point. I don't know. So guys, we're going to get into the funny video of the day here and then we're going to get the show started. Don't forget ladies and gentlemen, you can donate to the show. Go right to the Cash App. Um that is the best way to do it. My mods are dropping those links right now. If you're on the Foxhole chat, right next to the comment tab, literally right to the left of it you can see where my link tab is and you'll see the cash up there it'll bring you right to the show there's no cut that these platforms take anymore it goes 100 goes directly to the channel when you do it to the cash app please donate it's helping us keeping uh doing this full time and we absolutely appreciate it so guys let's get into the funny video of the day we're gonna be talking about andrew cuomo uh fbi director ray and a few other things tonight to get you guys all caught up on all the happenings of the day. So let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. You ready for the super sausage dance from Andrew Cuomo? I'm ready for it. Let's get to it. Bam. I'm a hot dog. Bam. I'm a hot dog. Bam. I'm a hot dog. Look at me. Look at me. Party. I'm a hot dog. Fun on 
tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls The tide is turning, patriots are now in control Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold Stay woke, open up your eyes and keep them healed All they do is lie, realize how everything is real Through Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Well, society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show. Severe non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. Oh, did you all like the hot dog video? I liked it. That's why I put it in there. I see you guys are absolutely abs laughing hysterically. That's the whole point. That's what we do here. We're half to laugh in this darkness because people are getting exposed like crazy and Andrew Cuomo looks like he's going to be on his way out. I almost choked laughing. That's good. That's good. We don't want you to die. We want you to stay here. Don't die because of the show. That'd be absolutely awful. So guys, before we get into the show, I just want to put out a prayer request for a close friend of mine, the FN Doctor. He's been a loyal, he's been a loyal friend in real life, and a loyal friend um, supporting the show ever since I started. Um, he's going through some personal stuff right now, um, and he could definitely use your prayers. So if you are, if you're, if if you pray, um, please send out a prayer, send a little prayer to my friend right now, the FN Doctor. Um, he needs he needs all the uh, support that he can get right now. I said a little prayer for him before the show, and I told him I'd have the fam also pray for him because I know when hundreds and thousands of people pray and they spiritually put their mind towards something, it has an effect and it's powerful. So please just I'm not I'm not going to say what he's going through, but please just pray for him and all that good stuff. He needs he needs as much support as he can get um, with some good vibes. So there you have it. Thank you guys. I see you guys praying in the chat. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. And I know he does too. Okay. So guys, you saw the hot dog dance, right? I find, I know you enjoyed it just as much as everyone else. <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> it's uh, that's why he made the thumbnail today. Oh shit. I got to put myself back on the screen. So um, he, Cuomo has been, uh, he has been really just highlighted in the media lately, especially out here in New York. And I see the writing on the wall and so does everyone else, not just in New York, but all over the country. Um, but we didn't think it was going to get this bad. We, they had one, he had a, one accuser come out, and then a second accuser, and as we're going to see today, a third accuser come out. But we didn't have any video evidence. We didn't have any pictures. But we got it today. We got all of it today. And the one that broke yesterday um, that was beyond disturbing is going to be this video I'm going to show you here, guys. So we're going to play a little game with the audience, I find it. I want to know, out of these two situations, we're going to show you guys, and we're going to have a little vote at the end of this. Um, I want to ask you guys, which out of these two uh, moments, I'm going to show you which one is the most cringe out of the two, because I want to know what the audience thinks on this. The first one we're going to show you here is the uh, is the video that came out of Cuomo. I don't this was at some event. I don't know what event this was, but there was a female reporter. She's obviously very young, very beautiful. And Cuomo here sees her. He notices her. And he orders her a sausage sandwich. And this thing's pretty massive. It's pretty big. And the weird thing about it is that Andrew Cuomo has his daughter sitting right next to him. And the things he says to uh, this reporter are a little bit uh, disturbing. And we're going to show you guys right here. Here's the video. I feel the same way, too. Will you eat the whole sandwich? I will eat the whole sandwich. Yeah. 
she said, he said, will you eat the whole sandwich? And he's looking at her through these creepy, creepy eyes. And his daughter is literally right here next to him. She says yes. Oh, he's turned on. He literally just said, I want to see you eat the whole sausage. Sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it. Oh, no, you can sit next to me and eat it. No excuses. <laughs> you know everyone, you know, the county executive? I do. Now you're going to know me in a whole different level. I am. My daughter, Michaela. Hello. Nice to meet you. I think we're going to be here a long time. Yeah. We might be here a while. Now there's a lot of pressure on me to eat this. Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yeah. And the weird thing is, he ends up taking a selfie with her with the sausage. And if you didn't catch it real quick, I'm going to back up just for a few seconds. Listen to what he says while they're taking a picture together. There's too much sausage in that picture. Jesus. There's too much sausage in this picture. Guys, his daughter is right next to him. This is so bad. This is beyond bad. What is the, I see the reactions in the chats right now. They're besides themselves. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a wife. I, I don't know who would be married to this dude, but your daughter's next to you, your daughter. And you're saying, I want to see you eat the whole sausage. So it's, I find that we're going to talk about the timing of all these things and all that stuff of why this is happening now. These, these videos, why they, it seems kind of suspicious that this stuff's coming out, man. Well, what do you think about this video? <laughs> yeah, yeah th dude, this is cringe as can be. Look, we're both guys. We've probably said things after a couple of drinks that we probably shouldn't have said. But, man, he's sitting with his family. He's a grown-ass man, and he's on camera. What What the hell is going on? That's that's just nasty as can be, dude. Nasty. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were the daughter, ladies and gentlemen, if you were his daughter and you're sitting there, this has got to be weird. Like, even if your dad's single, you probably don't want to see your your parents or your father or your mother flirt with someone else. It's kind of it's got to be kind of creepy, especially at that that at that age. He's in his 60s, and that woman's probably half his age. And it's just everything coming about out about him is just none of this is helping him. It's getting worse. And when I'm talking about getting worse, um, this was this broke yesterday talking about Breitbart, um, a third woman. Now, the first one and the second one are bad enough. One's bad enough. But now a third one. This is what happens. Right. One woman comes out and then the rest come out, um, come out of the, uh, the woodwork because they don't want to suffer any kind of backlash. But once somebody does it, opens the floodgate. It usually happens. It's usually more people come out of the woodwork and do it as well. So Anna Rush, uh, 33, had never met Andrew Cuomo before this New York City uh, wedding reception in September of 2019. And according to a report, the governor was working from the room after toasting the newlyweds. And when he came up upon Rush, she thanked him for his kind words about her friends. Cuomo put his hand on Rush's bare lower back, she said in an interview on Monday. While she removed his hand with her own, the report cited, Rutch recalled the governor remarked that he seemed aggressive and placed his hands on her cheeks. He asked if he could kiss her loudly enough for a friend standing nearby to hear. She was bewildered by the entreaty and pulled away as the governor drew closer. She said, I was so confused and shocked and embarrassed, said Rutch, whose recollection was corroborated by the friend. Contemporary text messages and photographs from the event, I turned my head away and didn't have words in that moment. 
This is absolutely terrible. It's awful. And this is why I want to ask you guys. So you guys saw the video. There was video evidence of him saying, did you eat the whole, I want to see you eat the whole sausage, right? We saw that. So this other accusation's out. And what's even worse here is there is a photo of it that got out from this wedding reception. I want to ask you guys again, what do you think is worse? The sausage one or this show, uh, photo I'm going to show you right now. And here it is. This is the poor girl. Look at her face. She's clearly got a, her hands in between here. And I'm going to blow this up here to see her face. You see that little, that little line here on her forehead. This is not a happy line. This is a please stop touching me. I am beyond grossed out line. I already told you no. And here you are again, grabbing my face. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> Looking at these terrible. photos, man, like I, I'm going to have two boys. I'm not going to have a girl, but if I had, this was my daughter, man, I'd have, I've had a few, I would have a few choice words and a couple of things that I want to do this man. If this was my daughter, but now this stuff's all coming out, man. So I'm going to ask the audience again, was it choice number one or number two for the most cringe? And I want to know what you guys say. What did you think about this, man? Man, this is nasty, and uh, and I do have girls, and I would have. Oh, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. <laughs> I can't. I can't say on air what I would have done. That's just terrible, dude. I'd have. Mm, yeah. been bad. <laughs> it's really, really bad, and I'm and I'm seeing here, uh, <laughs> twos. It looks like mostly twos right now. Yeah, the the fact that that moment was caught on camera. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with that. People are saying three. He's a murderer, and we'll get to that. We'll absolutely get to that. We're seeing threes. Yeah threes so guys this is uh this is what it's come out and the weird part is is that remember the nursing homes the nursing home evidence was mounting and people were getting pissed off with cuomo and the media was starting to turn on him with the nursing home deaths and all of a sudden not that this stuff is timed or anything these women absolutely deserve to be heard if things were obviously done and he needs to resign and maybe even worse um but it seems too convenient um, that the media is now locking in on the fact of the sexual assault more than anything with the uh, with the with the nursing home deaths. That to me is what is is what's happening here, and this is why you got to watch channels like ours because this is the these are the games that the media is trying to play here. They're trying to take the, uh, the they're trying to make the distraction. Not that sexual abuse is a distraction at all, but you guys know what I mean. They're taking one other bad situation and they're playing, well, which one's worse out of the two that we can divert attention to? We can absolutely do this. And the Dems in New York, I can tell you right now, the only reason why they're doing this is because they've all played hardball with Cuomo because he's ruled with an iron fist. But now there is blood in the water and there is a power struggle. And now these the Dems, and I'm sure the Republicans want to get rid of Cuomo as well. They're, this is a power grab and they're going to go in for the kill and they're going to get rid of this dude. You can see it coming. It's absolutely coming. But the weird part about this is, is that we're trying to get some reaction from Biden's, uh, Biden's administration into all this. Because remember, remember, ladies and gentlemen, Kamala Harris is a woman, the first woman vice president. And you would think, you would think I find it, that maybe Kamala would have a reaction to this, a statement to this, right? Um, but there has not been a single word out of the Biden administration about this. So Jen Psaki was pressed on this, and this was her response to it. I know that's how the, the uh, vice president continues to feel, and uh, the benefit of doing a briefing every day is that I can certainly speak on behalf of the president and the vice president. And so let me reiterate that uh, they both believe that every woman coming forward should be heard should be treated with dignity and treated with respect. Uh, as you all know, the New York Attorney General will oversee an independent investigation with subpoena power, uh, and the governor's office said he will fully cooperate, and we certainly support that moving forward. 
But as you know, it's, it's one thing to hear it from you, and it's appreciated, but it's another thing to hear it from the vice president or the president himself. Can we expect to hear from either of them on this topic anytime soon? Well, again, I'm speaking on their behalf. That's how they feel. Uh, they personally both view this as a, a, a situation where uh, both, all of the women coming forward should be treated with dignity and respect and should have their voices heard. Uh, and that's uh, the representation of their points of I find, I got to tell you, man, I, this Jen Psaki would be probably the last person I'd want speaking for me because everything she says is circling back. I know, right? <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. And we've seen the videos of, of Cuomo ripping Kavanaugh when all that went through. We played it on the show last week, and this is what we're getting. You'd absolutely, you, you can't expect anything out of this admission. They don't, they don't talk. Biden doesn't talk. He talked today saying that we're, people are going to have enough vaccinations by May adults. And by the way, uh, by, the, by this time next year, we'll be able to reopen everything. Everything will go back to normal. He came out and said that today. Besides that, we, didn't have, we haven't heard anything from him or Kamala Harris. Zilch. Nothing. You would expect to hear something from these people, but you haven't heard at all. And the worst part about it, man, is, is Cuomo, he's been lowering, lowering up and... The attorney that he got, I can't, you can't make this stuff up, guys, is the same attorney that was uh, representing Harvey Weinstein. (laughs) Okay. You can't make this shit up, guys. You cannot make it up. The same attorney he's luring up with is Harvey Weinstein. Now, I wonder why that would be. What a coincidence, right? So he puts out a statement. He puts out a statement. uh, I think this was on the 28th. This is what he said in regards to all this. I now understand that my interactions may have been insensitive or too personal and that some of my comments, given my position, made others feel in ways I never attended. And I think there was other parts to his whatever this was, but I don't see anything where he's apologizing or saying, sorry, guys, this man does not apologize to anybody about anything. He always projects this man. He is he to me is just as bad as somebody that would be in the mafia in a crime gang. Anyone that knows his reputation around here, he's ruthless. He's absolutely ruthless and does not give a shit about anyone else. He really doesn't. But this was his position. I'm sorry if how I projected myself made you feel that way. It wasn't my intention, but there's no apology. Zero apology. Zero apology for this. And guys, what everyone, what we want to focus on, zero apology for all the people he killed in nursing homes, man. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah, no, it is. And you know, you notice in that tweet right there, it says, given my position. So he's using his position as the excuse that that, you know, it's only because of of the job that I have that makes it bad. Right. Um, But, man, I want to hit on this real quick, because this is a this is a super positive thing for us, this whole situation. And I think everybody in the chats knows what's going on right now. All right. We've got we've got the little Me Too movement coming out. We've got the allegations being thrown onto the news. All of the time slots are being filled with these allegations going towards him. They've already chosen their their story that they're going to go after him with because they don't want to have to go after the nursing home part because they know where that leads. It leads to all the other governors that did the same exact things yes. that gave the kickbacks to the hospitals, and they're all protected. Right. So now, you know, this is the story that we're seeing. So I know everybody out there in the chats already knows what to do. We're going to go back to last spring, last summer. We're going to grab all those articles, all those pictures. We're going to keep throwing them out on the Internet because we're we have control of this narrative. This one is in our hands. I mean, it's a great thing that the women are coming out, you know, telling the truth about what what he did to them. But at the same time, they're trying to use that to cover up for all the nursing home stuff. So everybody out there in the chat, y'all know what to do with this, right? Exactly. Dude, perfect point. That's the other thing too, guys, because Cuomo, he laid out a blueprint 
of exactly what to do as far as kickbacks from these nursing homes. And Whitmer did it. The, the Pennsylvania governor did it. Newsom did it. And there was one other as well. And that's exactly what this is. They all did the same thing because they were all making money from their coffers and people that, that, that give them a lot of money. And that's exactly what this is. And it's really kind of sick, man, because I want justice for these women. Absolutely. Anyone that goes through this, whatever it doesn't political ideology shouldn't matter if you're sexually abused at all, regardless of where you, where you land. But this is how, this is how the world works. And it's sick. It's absolutely sick in the media. You're right, man. This is an absolute perfect excuse to gloss over the nursing homes. And this is what they're going to do. They're going to nail him for this. And they're like, listen, uh, all you, all the people, you people out there, the Joe Schmoes, you got your blood. He's going to resign. He's going to be out of power. And that's how this is going to go. Now, stop talking about anything else that he was involved in and shut up while we install someone new. That's exactly what's going to go on here. But speaking of the media, my friend, his brother, Chris Cuomo, put out a response to this because at some point he's going to have to re- he's going to have to have a reaction to this. Right. He's, he's on CNN. Andrew Cuomo has been the talk of the town for the last couple of weeks. And. What we see here is response from uh, from Chris Cuomo here. Well, there's just other news to cover, guys. So that's what we're going to cover. Here we, here's his reaction to it. Absolutely pathetic. Before we start tonight, uh, let me say something that I'm sure is very obvious to you who watch my show. And thank you for that. You're straight with me. I'll be straight with you. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, I cannot cover it because he is my brother. Now... Of course, CNN has to cover it. They have covered it extensively, and they will continue to do so. I have always cared very deeply about these issues, (laughs) and profoundly so. I just wanted to tell you that. There's a lot of news going on that matters also, so let's get after that. There it is. (laughs) There's a lot of other news. That needs to be covered besides this. So here we go. You know what? I find it when I'm when I'm listening to this man. They should make Chris Cuomo cover this. They should make him. Why not? They're, this isn't loyal. This isn't um. You know, this isn't like a, a criminal investigation where you can't talk about um, investigations. No, this is talk about it. You should talk. What's your take on this, man? Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I, it makes me think of that reporter that asked Jen Psaki the question. I want to go back and give her a little bit of golf clap, right? Because the media never asks, you know, the right questions. Uh, so I want to give a little golf clap to that lady, whoever she was. But he's he works on one of the biggest news stations in the world. If yeah. it's news, he should talk about it. I don't care who it is. I don't care what it's about. You, you need to stand up and do this crap, man. Because, uh, you know, you're passing it off like it's just another story in the headlines. And it's not. I mean, you, you got to cover this stuff. So, man, I hope they put him under just like uh, just like Andrew. I mean, throw him under the bus right there with it because I guarantee you, you know, it's not like they were raised differently, no. right? So you're looking at one, you're looking at the other. That's the way I see it. And the thing is, too, man, he every time they went out here and he Chris had Andrew, Andrew his brother on about the coronavirus. Remember he had the big, uh, the, uh, the big, uh, what's it called? Can't remember. He had the, uh, he was making fun of the COVID, uh, the co- uh, corona. And they had the big ear swab, right? Oh, and yeah. they were all joking about it. And they were talking about how, you know, Cuomo got his award for an Emmy and they were laughing it up. All, all these people are dying and they're just, they're having a good time yucking it up on air on CNN. And now, now all of a sudden there's more, there's other news that's more important to cover. Yes, swab. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, it's just, it, 
it's just to me, it sends the absolute wrong message. And I want to see these people get buried and they deserve everything coming to them. And the most recent news that came out right before the show started here was Cuomo is going to be stripped of his pandemic emergency powers in a legislative deal. And on top of it, the AG from New York is having her own investigation done into these sexual allegations, not the nursing home stuff, just the sexual allegations. And guys, it's going to be enough uh, to force this dude to resign. He's not going to be able to recover for this. And, you know, you, you're in, you're doing this for so long um, and you have so many enemies and so many people hate you. You would think, man, that you'd want to walk away um, from the public light in a good way. You wasted all this time. You made all this money with all these corrupt deals that you've done. No one in the city likes you. Even the own mayor, Mayor de Blasio, can't stand him. And this is what happens. You're going to walk out in shame. And this is how your career is going to end um, for just being a scumbag. And this is karma is a bitch. And it always comes back to get you no matter who you are in some way or form, if it's publicly or behind the doors. And right now, Cuomo is getting nailed publicly for it. And I'm so happy. Um, because as soon as it's, it figures, man, when I when I decide that, you know, I'm going to get out of New York, Cuomo is getting nailed to the wall and he's going to be out of here. And, I, and Lord knows who they're going to put. I don't even know if they have to vote for somebody at this point, if they install their own puppet, whoever it is. I'm not going to have any faith that it's going to be anyone that we like. But any any other thoughts on this before we uh, move on to the FBI? No, man, Cuomo is going to be on every every single headline forever. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about this monster. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I just want to get to um, just any any donations here. There we go. We got some donations. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I just want to make sure I catch all of them here before we move on. Go away. Hot Rod 73 out there, man. Appreciate it. Yes. See you all the time out there, man. Yes, Stephanie. Thanks for the donation. Hot Rod uh, the shit cracked me up. Thanks, brother. No problem, my friend. No problem. Great to have you here in Victoria. Uh, great work, Scott. B-Day shout out to my baby, uh, Valeria. Valeria, happy birthday from the Woke fam and everyone here from Woke Societies. Absolutely, that's awesome. Victoria, nice. thanks so much for that and shout out to your baby. So, let's move on from Cuomo because I'm sure by the end of the week, he's gonna he might be out of here and we're all going <laughs> to celebrate here in New York. But there were some other things that were happening today that we need to talk about. There was a Senate committee hearing with the FBI director Ray about January 6th. And I wanted to, I watched some of it and I have some clips from it because there was a lot of interesting points that came from it and a lot of uh, good sound clips and video clips from it that we're going to watch as well. So the first thing I want to touch on is the main question. One of the questions that was asked by one of the senators was, was, was there any fake Trump supporters at the Capitol riot? And director Chris Ray said, no, there is no evidence of fake Trump supporters at this time that he is aware of. And the first report that I saw came from the Gateway Pundit uh, saying this. So I was trying to find the video of him saying it and I actually found it. And then I decided to make my own quick video. It's only 11 seconds um, of him saying this while we have John Sullivan on the other side here. Watch this. So far, do you have any evidence that the Capitol attack was organized by, quote, fake Trump protesters? We have not seen evidence of that <laughs> at this stage, certainly. Thank you. This, this is why, this is why right now, in my opinion, people have low confidence. I'm not saying in in the normal agents, FBI agents, but you want to talk about the director and the people under him. How can you say that there are no fake Trump supporters when you literally have pictures of John Sullivan all over the place, all over the place? And by the way, just a side note, John Sullivan was trying to he put out this fake picture of Andy No that explaining that Andy No was at the Capitol riots and the dude lives out in Paris. 
Isn't that funny, buddy? Absolutely ridiculous. But you have you have Chris Ray up here saying, no, 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 we have no evidence of that. And and, and uh, I find it. Um, I'm going to have to get my son out of here if he keeps laughing. Um, we all saw the uh, videos of like the five or six uh, dudes in the trees and the, br- the bushes changing themselves, right? Into yeah. different uh, Trump attire and regular clothes. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, dude. They're, they're, how are you going to stand up there and say there's no proof of it? We've got videos from every single angle. Every single angle. We actually, I know all of y'all saw the threats whenever they first came out. We identified the people. We identified them and tied them all back to Antifa and whoever else they were with. I mean, that that's something that happened in real life. And he's just going to stand up there and say there's no proof of it. Dude, the FBI was putting out tweets asking us to help identify the people. We absolutely <laughs> did it. So, you know. Again, watching these hearings, watching all this BS, it's like, who's even paying attention to this? And Ray, I'm, dude, I'm so sick of Ray. We yeah. have been putting up with Ray for I don't know how long. Yep. So sick of that guy. Well, that's why, well, that's, this is the thing, man. This is the, this is the interesting, uh, this is the thought-provoking uh, question I'm going to put out there. Because I'm going to show you guys some videos right here real quick. And the whole entire narrative that the FBI said QAnon is a domestic terrorist threat well, that's we've all been railing that that entire story was fake. It's always been fake. And Media Matters and all these other outlets love to push it. They love to push it. It's nothing but nonsense. We had Senator Blumenthal here. Of course, dude, they couldn't help themselves. They brought up Q. They brought up QAnon. They couldn't help themselves. And I want you guys to listen to this exchange between Ray and Blumenthal. And I want to know what you guys think. Because Blumenthal really pushes Ray hard here about Q and tying Q and domestic terrorism together. And Ray, he doesn't take the bait. And I want you guys to see here what's your reaction to all this. Here's the exchange right here. Rioters who came to the Capitol, stormed the Citadel of Democracy on January 6th, were inside. They boasted proudly and loudly that they were doing what Donald Trump wanted them to do. We have warned specifically about QAnon in a letter uh, dated... December 8th, 2020, a number of us, members of the Senate, warned that QAnon specifically was a threat. Uh, I would like to ask you whether the threat posed by QAnon, and as you well know, adherents of QAnon were among the rioters, very prominently, who stormed the Capitol, whether the continuing threat is worsened when prominent elected officials, including members of Congress, endorse the QAnon theory? Uh, Well, certainly we are concerned about the QAnon uh, phenomenon, um, which we view as a um, sort of loose sort of set of conspiracy theories. uh, There it is. There it is. We only view it as a loose form of conspiracy theories, not a terrorist group, not a domestic terrorist group. And look at Bloom, watch Blumenthal. He gets all antsy about his reaction. We've certainly seen domestic violent extremists uh, of the sort that you're describing um, who uh, cite that as part of their motivation. Uh, so that's something that we, we do. But, but I apologize for yeah. interrupting, as you know. Blumenthal is like, a, uh, no, 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 no. You didn't get the answer that I want, so I'm going to say it again. My time is limited. When members of Congress, as has happened, endorse the QAnon theory, doesn't it worsen the threat of 
violence? Well, again, our, our focus is on the violence um, and on, on the plans to commit violence, on the threats to commit violence. It's less on the rhetoric and the ideology. Uh, obviously, the folks who engage in this kind of violence uh, draw inspiration from a variety of sources, uh, and we're concerned about any source that stimulates or motivates uh, violent extremism. Well, I'll, I'll follow up in another setting, but uh, I am frankly disappointed that you're not discouraging one of the sources of incitement, which is prominent public officials endorsing a theory that in turn resulted in storming the United States Capitol. Let me turn to hate. He has no proof, ladies and gentlemen. Oh he has no proof. He calls it the QAnon, the, subscribing to the QAnon theory. You clowns don't even know what you're talking about. You have zero clue of what you're talking about. Zero. You can't even, you can't even say it right. But, dude, he pushes, he pushes the director, pushes him, right? And he even says at the end there, I, I'm deeply disappointed that you're not dis – this is why I'm saying, guys, as much as I can't stand – I can't stand Ray either. But when you see videos like this – it really makes you question because we heard what he's a sleeper. Trust Ray. Don't trust. What, what do we think, guys? What What do you What do you think after watching that video? I find what's What's your takes on this? Well, my my question is, well, what stops him? What you know? The weird part about it. What stops him from just coming out and just you know completely throwing the blanket over all of us, even worse than than before, even even worse than what we've already had to deal with for anybody who's even just read the drops or retweeted it or talked about it on air. What stopped him from just, you know, raising the bar a little bit on us? Isn't that, isn't that weird to you? It's very weird, man. It, it doesn't, it, the thing is, if, if that's why I was like, if Ray wanted to cr really crack down, I get he could be part of this. I and mean, we, I don't trust the FBI at all. It's, it's, it's just the upper parts of the FBI. I don't really trust. I know these agents are just doing their job. They're taking orders from their superiors, but you know, when I see stuff like that, it really makes you think. And then on top of it, because all we hear is all these domestic terrorist groups, they're all out there trying to, uh, you know, cause all these problems while Antifa and BLM do $2 billion worth of damage throughout the entire summer. Um, this comes out from the Epic Times today. It says the FBI does not consider the Proud Boys a domestic terror group. And this came out from, this was, this came from director Christopher Wray today. Today. And what have we been hearing from the media that QAnon, uh, people that subscribe to the theory, Proud Boys, and all these other groups are, are, are you know, white nationalist groups. And I'm, I'm not subscribing to, you know, the Proud Boys at all, defending them at all. I don't know too much about them besides that their leader is uh, is a Afro-Cuban. So you can kind of put a lot of that. You can just kind of, if you if you know that, this whole racist narrative kinds of go to the wayside. But um, he was asked about it, and he said, well, I don't think we have treated the Proud Boys itself as a domestic terrorism group, but we certainly have individuals. He began adding before being interrupted by Senator Lindsey Graham, who, who wondered what it would take for a group to be put in the list. And that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, just like our community here, I find it. Um, everyone has different opinions, different takes about what the drop said, about what, what certain theories uh, that certain people ascribe to. No one agrees on the same thing, and that's totally okay. That's why you can't put all this in a box and just say we're all domestic terrorists, which is absolutely nonsense. We're all law-abiding citizens. We've broken no laws. But this is the stuff that's coming out of it, and the media is completely silent on of it, and they won't talk about it. And the weird, the other weird part about this entire hearing, not just that, because you could tell the Democrat senators wanted to put, they really, really, really want to 
push their policies and narratives towards this entire takeover of, uh, of domestic terrorism, really just to shut out their political competition. This from the Washington, po- uh, the Washington Times today says, FBI's Ray, FBI's Ray says he can't disclose the cause of death for the Capitol Police Officer, officer Sicknick. Can't disclose it. And remember, man, we were told that Trump supporters beat this man to death with a fire extinguisher, but yet the autopsy's not even out yet. So how could the media put out a report saying this is this cause of death when it's been literally 30 days now, over 30 days, and this autopsy's not out, and Director Ray can't talk about it, and we still don't know technically how this guy died. Very suspicious, right? Yeah, man. And, you know, we... We've, we've said some of this, you know, it's the same situation where they, they come right out. They have to say something. They feel the need to, to fill that hole. They have to say something and make it sound as bad as possible. Even though they have nothing to back it up, the damage is done. Once the article is written, it goes out to the public. Everybody shares it. Everybody reads it. And then the damage is done. And now we're having to go back and go, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. We don't even know. And so, you know, again, we have to share this. We have to let people know, nah, this isn't at all what happened, man. Every, whoever wrote the articles, shared the articles, all that junk, man, it was a bunch of lies. You know, that, right. that's our turn That's our turn to, to correct it, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And th- this is the thing, guys. More and more people, because the thing is, a lot of people are, are getting sick and tired of their politicians right now, especially Joe Biden, um, because everyone's still talking about the six, and the people that voted for Biden – wanted their $15 minimum wage, which isn't happening now. And also, excuse me. And also they wanted their stimulus checks, which are not, which are not out yet. And they're like, why are we talking about January 6th? We don't care anymore. Trump lost. We're done. Where's our money? Where's our $15 minimum wage? It's not here yet. And all these people are, are, you know, they're still, they're locked in on this. And this is what they want to talk about. And Catherine Heritage here on top of, Ray not calling these groups uh, domestic terrorist groups and won't disclose the death of this guy. And on top of it, it comes out today, this from Catherine Heritage, which is pretty damning. After calling it domestic terrorism, FBI Director Ray said the January 5th FBI Norfolk warning of violence at the Capitol was widely shared. Ray said FBI Norfolk pushed out raw, unverified intelligence, calling a situational information report on the evening of January 5th. Plus, the SIR was sent via email to the JTTF, Joint Terrorism Task Force, which race had included Capitol D.C. police, verbally provided through a command post briefing and posted to a national law enforcement portal. This SIR was pulled from a web posting saying, go to the Capitol and be ready for war. <laughs> I don't know anybody personally, man, that was like, yo, we're going to the Capitol, be ready for war. Nobody. Absolutely no. nobody. Not saying that it's not out there, but it wasn't anybody from our any anybody in our groups or community at all. I have no idea who these people were. Who the hell knows? Who cares? Ray was pressed on why FBI has not provided January 5th Norfolk memo to lawmakers. He said it was law enforcement sensitive, one of the lowest classification levels and part of an ongoing investigation. And the whole point why I'm bringing this up, ladies and gentlemen, is because Capitol Police, they said they never got this warning. Very interesting. But yet, Director Ray said here it was widely shared. This was almost like getting an email, guys. If something, if you would think I find it, something this serious, an event that was planned weeks ahead in a time, you would think you'd have at least a phone call, maybe a Zoom meeting. This was supposedly shared via email um, or a posting on their website, and that's about as much as it was. And Capitol Police said, hey, we never got this, but Ray said they did. So somebody's obviously lying here, but the exposure is coming out. 
And the worst thing that could, probably could have came out about this altogether, um, I find it, was this here, that President Trump requested 10,000 National Guard before a capital attack, but Pelosi was the one that blocked the, the, uh, the troops. Dude. Damn. How is that? How is that inciting a? Why would Trump want ten thousand troops there, but at the same time incited a violent insurrection? This is what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. All this is coming out now, and this was uh, this was a quote here um, from an from where Trump and Chris Miller were talking. Where Chris Miller was the uh, the sitting, the one that was in transition for leading the Pentagon. This was their this was their conversation here. So this is all stemming back to a Vanity Fair report about January 5th meeting where President Trump is cited as having said the Capitol needed at least 10,000 troops. And on the evening of January 5th, the night before, a white supremacist mob stormed Capitol Hill in a siege that would leave five dead. The acting Secretary of Defense, that's what it was, Secretary of Defense Christopher Miller was at the White House with his chief of staff, Cash Patel. They were meeting with President Trump on an Iran issue, but then the conversation switched gears. The president... The uh, president, Miller recalled, asked how many troops the Pentagon planned to turn out the following day. We're like, we're going to provide any National Guard support that D.C. request, Miller responded. And Trump goes, you're going to need 10,000 people. He says, no, I'm not talking bullshit. He said that. And we're like, maybe. But, you know, someone's got to someone's going to have to ask for it. At that point, Miller remembered the president telling him, you do what you need to do. You do what you need to do, he said. But you're going to need 10,000. That's what he said. Swear to God. And. The Pentagon placed limits on the National Guard ability to mobilize, and what it came down to, Nancy Pelosi refused it based on optics. So, this is all tying together into a perfect, a perfect storm, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Ray out here, in his in his ways of describing things, there's a lack of uh, communication between agencies clearly, and on top of it. The Capitol Police never got any of these warnings. The Capitol Police themselves were the ones that also requested National Guard didn't get it. And Nancy Pelosi seems to be at the heart of all this and rejecting it. And how is this farewell, I find it, that we find out that President Trump actually requested to have 10,000 National Guard there the day before? And here we are. Yeah, man, this is this is a this is one of the longest developing stories that I've been able to follow, because what this tells us right here is not only that Trump knew about all of it, right? Because, I mean, I feel like we knew about it. Didn't uh, I don't remember if it was Millie Weaver or who, uh, but brought out the Zoom meetings where they were talking about this, where yeah. they were talking about going to the Capitol or, you know, government buildings in particular, I believe it was, and um, and taking them over. I remember seeing those Zoom meetings that we, you know, that people had infiltrated, recorded, and then put out on, on Twitter or wherever for us to watch. So, we knew that they were going to be doing stuff like that. And this just goes to show that Trump knew it. And yep. even, you know, it, it just goes to show that Nancy Pelosi stood in the way of everything from both sides, whether it was the, uh, the police chief that had made the request multiple times and was turned down. I think we lost him. He's going to come back any second. I'm going to have to ask him to repeat his point. Anytime now, my friend. I find it, my co-host. Where did you oh, go? More there. protection. Sorry, man, you cut out there for a good ten seconds again. Gum it. <laughs> no, it's fine, dude. I got I got most of your point there. It's the thing is, I feel like Nancy needs um she need I want her to be taken down for this. Will it ever happen? I don't know. Um, but it this the thing is 
The public is starting to realize this now. Trump, the distraction Trump is gone. We're in March now. January 6th feels like it was forever ago. And people are really starting to see, and maybe some don't care, but their entire narrative is collapsing. And the FBI, as much as I don't trust them, I don't trust Ray. I think Ray was on the ropes of demonizing a certain group because once he goes down that path, he knows he can't go back. And that's why he said, yeah, there are certain individuals that carry certain uh, conspiracy theories, but he never said uh, Q or QNL was a domestic terrorist group. He said they are a loose group of theories. And you guys heard the rest of it from there. Very interesting. Do I trust Ray? No, I don't. But it's really interesting to see that. And you can tell Blumenthal, I'm sure along with the rest of the Democrats are pissed that they're not, he's not condemning the, uh, the QAnon, the QAnon conspiracy or the QAnon theory like they want him to. And it's an absolute joke. So guys, I want to get to the uh, donations and to our sponsor here. And then we're going to talk about um, Dr. Seuss and Dr. Seuss. They were um, the fact that they were getting canceled made the clowns last week, but I wanted to dig in a little bit and see, because now there's six books from Dr. Seuss that are getting taken down by their own publisher. Their own company decided to uh, cancel themselves and take out six books. And we're going to see exactly what six books they were taken out and what for. It's going to be great. And then we're going to end the uh, show with some amazing, amazing news. Cause ladies and gentlemen, America is opening up again, two States, and we're going to get into some uh, awesome news there. So before we get, go into it, just want to say thanks uh, to Rich, my man, Rich. He's been, he's, he's always at every show donating. Thanks for the donation. Love from No Mass, Texas. Yes, that is one of the states. And Heather, again, thank you so much for the donation. Great, uh, great show, guys, as always. Thanks, Heather, for always showing up here. So, guys, we've been talking about health stuff, keeping that COVID weight off. We're all getting ready for the spring and summertime, and this is no different. Support another Patriot business. This is my mother's business, AluthaWellness.com slash BreakthroughM2. This is the last diet you will ever have to do. So, Breakthrough M2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopathic liquid drops and a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is the abnormal fat. While on the program, you will take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and exact amounts to help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing a program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So ladies and gentlemen, when you sign up, this is what it'll look like. This will give you access to your consolation call with a coach. They'll answer any and all of your questions and they will get you on your way to losing the weight that you've always wanted to lose. The COVID weight, man, it was here to stay for a little while, but now it's gone. Me, myself, I lost 24 pounds on this diet just in two weeks, just in two weeks. And you guys can go as long as you want until you lose all the weight that you want. So please go support my mother's business, another Patriot business. And when you support my sponsors, you are supporting this show. All right, guys, we're going to get into some fun stuff right here. This is going to be fun. I, dude, I, I could not stop laughing. Who out there, dude, and I'm asking you this question too, who out there has read or had their parents um, read Dr. Seuss to you? Dude, I've been reading Dr. Seuss my whole life. Dude. And now I got kids and I'm doing it again. It's awesome. Green eggs and ham, right? Right. It's a staple. Who, I want to know before we even continue, because I know there's a delay in the stream of the chats. Who out there, who out there wants, who, who who has read Green Eggs and Ham? I want to know out there. Who has just read, um... Who know, who, who's read Dr. Seuss in general to their kids or had Dr. Seuss growing up? Oh, we even have it right here. 
Beautiful. Look at this. My wife just put this on the table. I didn't even know we had this book. <laughs> That's awesome. Guess what we're going to be reading tonight, buddy? Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everybody. I'm saying everybody. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, what we talked, we touched a little bit on this last week. Apparently, Dr. Seuss is racist and it's being canceled. And their own publisher, their own publisher is deeming their books racist. Now, I found out a little bit about um, the author, man. He, he's dead. But next to Michael Jackson, he's the mo- he's the he earns the most uh, money as a dead person being second only to Michael Jackson because of these books. Obviously, Dr. Seuss man has been around forever. I thought this was an American staple, but apparently there was outrage from who knows who the hell knows about this. And I dug a little deeper, guys, and this is what they were talking about. So this is again, this is a thread from Amuse here that dove into this and shout out to him for getting this information. So, yeah, guys, he makes 30 million a year um, for being dead. That's his estate. That's what he makes. That's that's a pretty good. That is pretty awesome. So this is the first image, man of what they were canceling. So the first image that has been deemed racist is of an Asian man wearing a conical hat called a Duan Ku Kamuk or Nan La. Millions of people wear the hats throughout Southeast Asia. Presumably it would be fine if you wore a baseball cap instead. So this is the first one, ladies and gentlemen. This is apparently racism. This is the first book. I don't know which book it was, but whatever this book, whatever this picture was in, this is one. The second image The second image is of two tribal Africans. Their skirts and hairstyles are traditional for various primitive African tribes actually today and during Dr. Seuss's lifetime. The depiction is no more offensive than would be an illustration of a Viking. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the comparison here. Obviously, the picture on the right, a little bit more revealing than I like, but look, you see that you can see what I'm talking about. This is deemed racist. Keep going. The third one, Dr. Seuss's Russian character from If I Run the Circus is also considered racist because his lips were too big and his beard is weird. Not even sure what to say about this one. <laughs> and as I'm looking at this, I find it this is triggering memory because I do remember reading these books, right? Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah, big beard, big lips. I, I guess, you know, I guess this is all racist. And this one's my favorite. Dr. Seuss's Middle Eastern character from If I Ran the Circus is also considered racist because the animal is having to carry a character that looks like an animal. Because PETA out there, guys, they are valuing animals' feelings and making sure that we cannot offend animals. So this is another one. This is highly offensive and racist as well. I don't remember what book this is from, but I'm sure some of you out there do remember. And I just want to remind everybody, the picture's right down there as we're burning books. This was Michelle Obama not too long ago spreading racism with a Dr. Seuss party. Ooh. <laughs> do we all remember this? I remember this. I do actually do remember these pictures. And again, wasn't racist not too long ago. And here we are. And Joe Biden administration is fully backing the effort to cancel these six books. So guys, at this point, actually, before we get to that last point there, you know what this did? It rocketed their sales. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> From Breitbart, just like when they try to cancel Mike My Pillow, their the sales absolutely increased. Dr. Seuss books spiked nearly fifty thousand percent on Amazon sales ranking chart because I'm sure it won't be too, uh, before too long. Besides, before Amazon cancels the books that they're going racist as well. 
And yeah, Canadian Country Girl, I'm offended just watching. Absolutely. So guys, if you want to get some classics before they're canceled, now is the time because apparently Dr. Seuss is racist. But I got all I got to say, man, I, I wrote this out in my telegram earlier today. I take Dr. Seuss over Dr. Fauci any day. Damn straight, man. It, dude, it's almost like they're getting too woke for Obama, right? Too woke. <laughs> I mean, they have let the cat out of the bag. The Pandora's box is open. And I think they've just lost control of it. They went after one of the biggest fish, Dr. Seuss. You can't do that, man. Come on. This, is, this isn't this is going to last. You put this in the, in the face of the American people, and they just laugh at it because that's how ridiculous it is. This is what I'm talking about, everybody. We are winning these narratives that, because the more ridiculous they get with it, the more we get to laugh at it, the more America's not going to take this crap. This isn't the kind of thing that that uh, that stands, that lasts. It's not going to last. So, man, it, you know, I'm going to laugh at it the whole time that it keeps going. Look at this. You've got Michelle Obama right there. They're too woke for Michelle Obama now. <laughs> yep. And that's the thing, guys. That's, that's why when you want to have these shows, when we do these shows and your family that are on the fringe, they don't know what's going on. You see comparisons like that, and it really makes you think, What what kind of... What kind of fake world they're trying to put on us? And we, guys, I know we don't live in this world. We are free from this world because we know, we know exactly what this is. And we, we focus on these 20% of these psychopaths on the show to combat this narrative because everyone's watching now. Everybody. COVID put a huge alert out to their whole country. Even if you weren't into politics, it helped woke up millions of people. And yet here we are. So ladies and gentlemen, moving on from Dr. Seuss, we're going to close out the show here with two amazing, amazing good pieces of news. We found out earlier today that there was a certain state. And I knew as soon as this, as soon as one state did this, the rest were going to follow. Shout out to everyone out in Texas, guys. You guys are going to be free starting next week. Check this out from your governor and what he had to say. So today... I'm issuing a new executive order that rescinds most of the earlier executive orders. Effective next Wednesday, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100%. That includes any type of entity in Texas. Also, I am ending the statewide mask mandate. So today... There it is, guys. Texas. You guys are free. Starting next week, the guys, for me, the ending of COVID is, for, for like the optics and everything and, and getting back to normal, is ending the mask mandates. For me personally, once, once you can go out in the public, businesses are open, no more masks. For me, COVID's over. If people want to continue living in fear and wear masks, the governors aren't going to come out and say, if you wear a mask, you know, you're an idiot. They're not going to say that. And for me personally, yeah, I think that when I see people, but I'm not going to shame people if they still do. That's the difference between us, I find it. One wants to cancel the other. The other side wants to do their own thing and let the others live their life and they can go be, they can go be sheep somewhere else. We don't care. But man, what was your reaction to this? So small picture, I'm so happy that it's happening. I mean, Texas is one of those states, you know, I can't even believe that they went lockdown or they went mass mandate as far as they did, but it's awesome. It's so awesome that they're coming out from under this because this is the sign. This is the trend that's going to carry on to the next state and the next state and the next state. I love it, dude. I love it. It is. And just like you said, man, the domino is falling. I mean, Florida's already been there. Texas announced it today and literally, dude, within an hour of Texas ordering it, Everyone out, anyone that lives in Mississippi, 
Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves has signed a new executive order removing all county mask mandates and allowing businesses to operate without restrictions. Now, I just wanted to say too, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Trump said, Trump said that this would be over in April last year. I'm wondering, this is pure speculation I find, I just remembered this. I wondered if he meant that last April or this April, because I have a feeling, um, especially out here in New York, um, we're going to probably be one of the last ones to uh, do this. But with Andrew Cuomo going out, losing his power, um, if uh, New York or California ends up doing the same thing, the rest of the country will follow. And I don't think that uh, these other states, especially the ones, the flyover states, they're not going to be waiting for these coastal cities to do shit because they're all Democrat shitholes out here. Um, but I do see a trend. And guys, it's already happening. It's three states now, Florida, Texas, and Mississippi. And I can guarantee you, um, as the weeks go on, this is going to continue to happen because the other states that are going to be seeing Texas, Florida, they're operating back at full capacity. Their economies are getting uh, warped up again. They're not going to want to miss out on that. People are going to be like, if you guys don't do this, we're going to be moving out of here. The country is going to be open soon. And I'm just wondering if this is going to be all accomplished in April, man. What a proof that would be. Dude, I know. It makes me almost want to put my tinfoil hat right back on. But uh, <laughs> it really you know, I, like. I was exhausted today, all right? But I was so excited about this show because I'm thinking about all the great things that are happening. Look, in my mind, I, in my mind, we're winning this so much because if COVID was doing the job that they wanted it to do, then they would not. They would not be letting states open up. They would be forcing this down our throats even harder than we did. they did last year. Yep. So, you know, in my mind, we've got, what have we got? We got countries that are uh, strong-arming Facebook. We've got... Uh, vaccines that are dangerous and they're getting banned in other countries. We've got mandates that are getting uh, lifted, you know, across the country. Now we've got three States and then you've got Cuomo going down. We've got to keep that narrative going for the nursing homes so that we can get to the other five governors that did the same exact thing. Look, we are doing the job that we're supposed to be doing everybody. And I, I think we are truly winning this and we just have to keep going because we know the truth and we're not going to stop spreading it. Right. So, Absolutely. you know, shout out to everybody for all the work that everybody's been doing, man. It feels, you know, it feels great to get to report on things like this. Yep. Absolutely, dude. For sure. And I, a bunch of people in the chat saying South Dakota and, and uh, North Dakota never closed six states. I, I want to forget about you guys. Um, that's awesome. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm, I'm glad you guys didn't have to live in that world of lockdown. It's miserable. It's miserable. And what it's done to the kids, what it's done to the people, the adults around here. You live in a state of fear, and it's just, this is what I'm saying, guys. Remember when I said, um, what's your over-under on when a new war is going to start? I think it's going to be sooner than a year, my friend, because once COVID goes, what's going to be the next distraction? Because they can't, they, the media can't have Joe Biden be the uh, the focal point anymore, because to me, he doesn't come out anymore, man. He doesn't talk. Uh, it's March 2nd. We have no State of the Union yet, and there's, there, as far as I know, there's no plan that there's going to be one. Um but once COVID's gone, man, are the bombs going to be increasing over Syria? Are we going to be in Iraq again? Are we going to be in Afghanistan again? Are we going to be in a war with China? I, I Actually, it won't be China, that's for sure. Scratch that. It would I forgot who was president for a moment. It definitely <laughs> won't be China. Um, but there's gonna be, it's going to be interesting to see where the uh, distractions come from. And it's just crazy. It's absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got to have their bread and butter coming from somewhere. And, uh, you know, it makes me think about uh, Trump. You know, he, he just finished CPAC. 
Uh, he's going to be out in the public more. I think that's going to give them a little bit more to work with. So I think we're going to be hearing them come out. Uh, you know, this whole Biden presidency, this admin, it's going to be all about Trump. It always has been, always will be. Yep. Uh, he's just living rent free in all of their heads, uh, including the including the media the most. So, it, you know, as far as the war stuff goes, man, we'll just have to watch it close, uh, try to pick it apart, see what's true, see what's not. But I mean, we're going to see what happens whenever the COVID is gone, uh, because it is coming. They can't keep this going because they're taking measurements across all social media in real life. And they're they're predicting how angry the United States is starting to get and how resist resistant we are to all of these mandates and everything. They know they can't <clears throat> keep this up. That's that's where we're at right now. They know they can't keep doing this. Yep. That's the thing, man. That was the thing that I'm thinking like. Joe Biden, when it came out and said today it was going to be another year, I'm like, dude, you you even saying that could cause people to kill themselves right off the bat. And I'm not even kidding. People yeah. are so down right now. Some people are so broken and they just don't, they're by themselves. They, they don't have friends. They don't have family. They're, they're already fragile before COVID. And you have, you have this guy saying that, you know, it's going to be another year from now. Can you imagine what that has to do to people that are, that are just lost and their psyche is already damaged and then they hear that? I couldn't imagine, dude. And this is why I love I love this community that we're in. It certainly helped me get through uh, the hard times. Obviously, my family as well. But just having this community of people that know what's going on, we know we know we're on the right side of things. The truth. Um, we're American patriots that love this country, and we saw uh, the last year, in my opinion, an entire year of everyone's lives got taken. In my opinion, an entire year of ours, our children. And um, and Trump's presidency, the last and final, the last year of his presidency, could he, hey, he mentioned he might be running again. We'll see. That to me, man, is way too far to even think about. I don't even know what's going on the, a week from now. But so much stuff was stolen from us. So much energy, so much opportunity, and we were all of our lives got put on hold for for a for some for a, a disease that is ninety nine point six percent non lethal. And people are running to get the these these vaccines in their arms, and the fever's gone, influenza's gone, and I wonder if we're if, if since the flu has been replaced, I wonder if we're going to be seeing uh, Rona Rona ads every every winter now for a Corona, and the flu is just going to go the wayside. Because remember, guys, those vaccines, Trump rushed them, but they weren't. I don't know which company it was, but one company. They didn't even test on animals and went directly to humans. And nobody, guys, nobody has any idea what the long-term effects of these vaccines are. But this is this was part of their plan. This was part of their plan, ladies and gentlemen. And I really believe if Biden's going to continue on this route that he's on right now, the House is going to be taken pretty easily because they're going to have no support. And, I, dude, I don't think Biden's going to make it two years, my personal opinion. But, we, yeah, any thoughts on that, guys, before, before you roll out? Oh, man, I, I think you're completely right on all that. And, you know, the way I picture uh, this 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 movement working together is that all of these things that we we absolutely know the purpose behind, like the mask and the mandates and the lockdowns and all this stuff. We have to never let that crap happen again. True. You know, I mean, because next winter's going to come. Flu's going to come. Rona might be back. Who knows? They're yeah. going to push these sorts because they've set the precedent now. So whenever this comes back around, when it circles back, right, um, we've got to make sure that we have put into place, you know, with our states, with our own legislatures, that we're not going to allow this kind of crap to happen again. 
because they caught us. They caught everybody by surprise. You know what I mean? They, they force these things on us without us having any say. So we need to get our say in, you know, in this period of time right now and make sure that it stands getting ready for the next wave that they may or may not try to push on us. And that's, you know, I think that we're plenty strong for that. I think everybody is on the same page as far as this whole situation, as far as last year, uh, you know, I, I feel really positive about uh, the direction that that we're heading. So, I agree with everything you just said, man. And Love Warns, thanks so much in the uh, Foxhole chat. She said all the companies bypassed the animal studies. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you know, I know it's a sticky point with a lot of people. Um, that Trump, you know, with the vaccines, there was a report that Trump and uh, Melanie or Melania got the vaccine in January. That was that was reported by MSNBC, so take that with a grain of salt, but they did report that. Um, you know, and the thing is, Trump would have been crucified if there wasn't a vaccine or something done. Because, guys, he was trying, He had to get as many voters as possible. And, as and you know, I know vaccines are a very touchy subject with a lot of people. And, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's a weird... It's weird knowing Trump was the one that had to do that. And at the same time, these these pharma companies, they made this thing so fast. It's really an experimental drug that no one knows what's putting him. And, you know, was it a, was did the means justify the ends? Guys, we may not know for a very long time, but we'll see. But that's the thing, guys. It's it's really great that this is happening. I didn't think I honestly thought we were going to be going through another year with mass mandates. Um, but. It looks like that's not going to be the case, and the states are, are taking it upon themselves to do their own thing and just say, screw the Biden administration. We're not listening anymore. And here we are. And once again, like you said, I find it, they can never. It's going to be extremely hard for them to get us in a position like this ever again. We, no, Unless there's another generation, they do this, another generation removed that have forgotten about this. But we, we do, we're never going to forget 2020. We're never going to get forget COVID-19. We're never going to forget masks. For anyone that's had to go on through this, we're never going to forget. And that, you know, we'll have to see what happens in the future, guys. It's going to be really interesting. But that's going to be the show, guys. Thanks for hanging out. They got some extra content there. I was going to end this show like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> but we're going to have Clowns uh, clowns of America probably for the next two shows and a bunch more stuff coming. And it's going to be absolutely fantastic. So before you guys head out of here, please don't forget, if you want to become a sponsor of the show and support me, Check out WokeSocieties.com where you can get the new Truth Equals Hate Speech hoodie, T-shirt, V-neck, all that stuff to fund the media. And we even have a Shamrock Woke Societies hoodie for the incoming uh, St. Patty's Day. All that new merch is there for you in the store, so go check it out. WokeSocieties.tv is also a great place to sign up there and get a, uh, a membership on a platform that will never, ever take me down. It's cheaper than Netflix subscription, all that good stuff. And guys, just want to do a quick out, quick shout out to Michael for the donation. Love your show, Scott and Kathy. Thanks for all your hard work. Psalm 91, thank you so much for the donation. So I find it. We did another show, my friend. And yeah, uh, man. we're going to be back here awesome. on Thursday. Yeah, man, it was awesome. And uh, shout out to Heather and Victoria. Much love to y'all. Thank you for the donations out there. I'm going to have that camera up real soon. Oh, boy. We're going to be able to see I find its face very soon. <laughs> That's going to be very interesting. Very interesting. But guys... Until next time, you know what I'm going to say. Stay safe, stay strong, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.